Hi, I'm Casey Jackson. I'm Miles Rogers, and this is Show Stories, produced by the Hive Mind Collective. It's a podcast about all things local music. Great stories from shows past. And promoting bands, musicians, artists, and producers that are making music in your community. And now, here's Show Stories. What's up, everybody? It's Casey Jackson, producer of our show. Welcome to episode eight. Thank you so much for listening. This week, we sit down with Zach Hutchins, better known as Binks. In his musical career, he was a part of Clarity Process, Fall of Troy, Fear Before, and I Am the Ocean. We had lots of fun sitting down talking music with Binks. Without further ado, here's our interview. So, Zach, I got to tell you this. So, the other day, I was, like, having the idea of, it's like, you're not, when I think of your face, I don't think Zach. Like, it's weird to think of you as Zach. Like, it's it's so, like, you're not Zach. You're Binks. You, I know. It's just your name. But, like, it's just, like, I don't know, because, like you, like, you get to know people, like, this is Casey. Like, when I think about Casey, I think about, so if somebody says Zach, I don't think of, of your face ever. I just, he's not in here. I'm just talking about his name. No, I know. He has, dude, he has original NES cartridge coasters. Dude. Oh, that's so sick. so sick. I saw like, how's Zach? And I was like, who? And like, your fiance. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay. So you're with me. Like, everyone can call him that? Like, Ed's So you're with me. Do you think I was calling him a pet name in front of, like, everyone in the office? Dude, you got them all. I'm like, ugh. Mario Brothers. Gotta catch them all. So wait, are you, like... Are these coasters? Yeah. Okay. I was like, I, I know what we, what the purpose of them Metroid. on this table is. I was, my curiosity was like, cause like I keep old shit like that. Like I literally have my 64 still and all the games and shit. Uh, well, I've got my original Sega Genesis in the garage <laughs> from when it came out. Oh. The original one. Okay. From the day it came out. From the day it came out. Did you stand in line for it? No, my dad bought it. Oh, gangster. Just pops come home. Papa one. Binks comes home. Yeah, we knew it was happening. <laughs> we knew it was happening. When did it come out? That was like seven years old. I didn't know what I didn't know what that was. That sounds about right. Let's get you shattered in a little bit. Hot in that in that babe. You might want to give him a little more headphones. Yeah, I'm, I, that's I can move. There we go. I think we're, I think we're, I think we're pretty pretty set, set up, up right now, dude. Good. Yeah. Hi, Binks. Hi. What's up, dude? Uh, me and Casey uh, made our way to to Binks's house. We're here. We're here. We're clear. We're totally we, here. we don't want any more bears. So, uh, Binks, we've been doing this podcast. Uh, you listen to it a little bit, so you kind of know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We just want to talk about <clears throat> your music and stuff, what you've been doing. So, how old were you when you started playing guitar? Well, I started playing bass. Oh, you were a bass guy first. Yeah. Bass okay. Guy first, um, fifth grade. Fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang! Early bloomer. Yeah. So my friend Greg, actually, 
he got a drum kit for Christmas. And then he was like, hey, if you can be uh, a bassist, you can be in my band. Bro, that was kind of my, my situation. Like, I bought guitar, and I was like, guitar's hard. If I play bass, I can be in a band next week. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> well, Justin's going to play guitar. So if you get a bass, you can be in our band. I'm like, okay. So <clears throat> I asked my dad, I'm like, well, Greg said if I could be in or get a bass that I could be in his band. He's like, well, you got to do two things for me before I get you a bass. Like, well, what's that? He's like, you got to learn Pink Floyd money, and you got to learn Hotel California before I buy you one. Money? Did you did you have a base for you to practice, like figure it out on? Greg had one from his brother. Okay. Yeah. So, so let me borrow it for like a half hour, and my dad will buy me a base. He, he let me. <laughs> Greg's brother Mark let me borrow it for a couple of weeks, and I learned. I got the tabs. You got the tabs. I got the tabs. Guitartabs.cc. And. Uh, Came back to my dad about a week later, showed him Pink Floyd Money, showed him Hotel... It's one of the first lines you learn. And then Hotel California. He's like, well, you did it. So then he bought me a a purple Yamaha bass. Purple. I I still have it. That's rad. It's not purple purple. anymore. It's not purple anymore. You still have it? Yeah. That's amazing. It's downstairs. That's so sick. Yeah. It's now black and like marbled and fretless. Yeah, I, I, I monitored it. I, I mod- just made it just like this, like musician's dream. Yeah, it's it's kind of a piece of crap. Oh, you okay. more or less just played around with it. <laughs> Whatever, you're like, yeah, you spent just like hours and hours messing with like a $100 bass. Mm, I, I think it was like 400 bucks. Oh, nice. Okay. So, okay. It was a Yamaha. It's, yeah. it's not the biggest piece of crap. No, dude, my, awesome. well, like my first, like my first bass was like a, like my first bass was like a Fender Jazz that was like made in Japan. That's not bad. No, it was a nice one, dude. And then I got, I like traded for like a Aria Pro 3. Oh, no, that was my first crappy guitar. It was are like. Were we a, just talking or were we recording? No, we're hot, bro. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Do we swear? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hard. Oh. So we can say shit, piss, cock, yeah. cock, suck, cock sucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, nerd, twat. Yes. I fucked your mom. I fucked your mom. <laughs> yeah, blink, okay, cool. bro. Blink, baby. Sure. I love that Matt, Matt Skip is the singer of Blink-182. It <laughs> makes me so happy. So happy. So happy. So, um... Yeah, so... First okay, band, so what was the first band called? Jess Band? Rahim. Rahim? Yeah. Okay, that's a weird name. Yep. It was this kid that we went to junior high with, and he was a really strange fella. But we so he was our, like your front band, front man? No. Oh, you just named the band after yeah, the kid? he was really weird. Oh, sick. <laughs> did he find out about this? I don't think so. Oh, thank God. He was a really strange kid. But uh, we did our first show ever uh, at the lunches of seventh grade lunch. Oh, sick. Like, they, they allowed us to like play in the cafeteria. What song did you play? We played, without a singer, we played uh, Seek and Destroy. Um, nice. Andrew Sandman and Smells Like Teen Spirit. Of course you did. Yeah. I love it. I, it's <laughs> so nine, so with, fucking 90s, without, bro. With, without a singer. Oh, amazing. And it was so great. Um, we actually put baby powder all over the drum kit, too. And when we like came out and he hit the crash cymbals, the baby powder went everywhere. And our guitarist slipped and fell. No, he did <laughs> not. It was... It was it was a mess. That's phenomenal. But it was hilarious. Phenomenal. That's yeah. a great first show. And then I think our like actual real first show 
we were called the Grandmas, and it was a different entity of that same band, but with a lot of the same members. Uh, Cover songs for, it, or originals? It was originals? For the ninth grade Battle of the Bands. Oh, okay. And we won. Nice, of course, because you're shreddy. Well, I was okay, but we are Justin, the guitarist, he was like this prodigy guy. He was way into Steve Vai. And, yeah, and okay. And we, and we played an Aldi Miola Satriani song. Satriani fan. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah, we played an Aldi Miola song, and he just ripped it up super hard. Nice. And we won. Nice. Yeah. That's killer. That's super sick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, Raheem, how long did how long did you play in Raheem? Um, I mean... Raheem didn't didn't last for very long. That name always stuck around for it was like, just like the, the lunches, the lunch shows. Grade. Okay, and then, okay, and then like we were called the Grandmas in ninth grade, but then that went away until um, I moved to Hillsboro from Milwaukee, Oregon to Hillsboro, Oregon. Okay, and uh, I met Jeff Miller, and I, I got I got to give him credit for probably probably my entire musical existence because if i didn't meet him in 10th grade and get kicked out of english class with him i don't think i would have met any of the the h borough kids at all because initially when i moved um to hillsborough i told the band teacher before i started my first day hey i know i know how to sight read music and i'm coming in here fresh but I don't want to be first chair, and I don't want to bump any one of those spots. I, I'm going to... Playing stand-up bass. And, and electric. Oh, okay, okay. Bo- both the things, but... Because I forgot that you can play stand-up. That's fucking crazy. Didn't you play on the Closure in Moscow record or some shit? Oh, yeah. God, you're so amazing. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. No, it's cool. But, uh... So I go to... I go to band class the first day after changing high schools, and sure enough... Like he's got me sure enough. sitting first chair, and it was Austin who it was in Shelter Red, and Austin bass player for Shelter Red. Yeah, no way. Oh, yeah, so we went cool to high school together. Oh Chris, yeah, and Chris Crumit and Crumb Dog. Yeah, and, no one uh, calls him Crumb Dog. <laughs> so I mean, and I went to high school with Stephen Hawks. And yeah, okay. Also in Shelter Red and and whatnot, but uh, yeah, I get I get to class first day. Your first and chair. I, I'm first chair, and they're all pissed. <laughs> so. For the first couple of days at, at school, I'm like Stephen fucking Glansberg. <laughs> fucking, you know, like, you're gonna make me eat lunch with Stephen fucking Glansberg <laughs> over there. Like dessert alone, like <laughs> yeah. Stephen Glansberg. Exactly. I'm I'm sitting in the cafeteria all by myself, just like a loser. I'm like, oh my god, really? But then I I, I have a English class with Jeff Miller, and he sees that I have like a Metallica and a Pantera sticker on my binder. Yep. And we start fucking around, and we get kicked out of class. Yep. And we're out in the hallway, and he's like, you know what, dude? You want to just bounce? You can go to this to this apartment complex and, like, play some Mario Kart. Good God. And, uh, and get out of here. I'm like, High school students and, like, whoever owned this apartment so is going to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so we left, <clears throat> went and played some Mario Kart and hung out. And the next day at school, I got Jeff invited me over to the, you know, the cafeteria table. And they're like, yeah. what's, he, what's he doing here? <laughs> like he's cool he's cool it's cool no worries and and then like we we switched things around and, and became cool but then uh i joined a band with austin and uh, uh uh our friend andrew he plays in a band called the gentry these days the gentry uh-huh cool and uh our other friend aaron timonen and it was called comfort 
So cool. that was like my first band in, in Hillsboro. And then after that, did its thing. Um, me and Josh Northcutt and Steve Cook formed this band called Clarity Process. Oh, just a little band called Clarity Process. Yeah. Well, initially I was playing bass, but I was doing a lot of things on effects pedals, and they're like, maybe you should try doing it on guitar. I'm like, I don't really I don't play, play the guitar. guitar. Like, I have one, but I could try it. Yeah. And uh, so I, I switched over to guitar, and then we incorporated Jeff into it because, I mean, Jeff was always playing bass, too. He, he was in a band called Mindset when, when I was in high school with him. Mindset? Mm-hmm. Cool. And Clarity Process started. And we got signed to Rise. Like how quickly? Not, <clears throat> not very far after we started. I mean, we had some demos. and That's um, so sick. We, I mean, I guess you guys were in a really like good area for, like exposure but yeah um we played we played a handful of shows and then this dude named kevin came and saw us and he was friend with craig um craig rise yeah and um craig came from gosh roseburg okay roseburg Oregon. i had some cool shows in roseburg it's a cool little spot i think that's where he's where he originated from but uh yeah he signed us and it was right around the same same time he signed Fear Before and uh, Anatomy of a Ghost. And so we, we got signed to Rise, and we recorded our first um, album, Fluid, with Stefan. Cool. At his house. Nice. And then we toured on a little bit. We did our very first tour with Anatomy of a Ghost, who are Zach and John are now Portugal the Man. Oh, cool. Oh, right Grammy winners. Grammy winners. <laughs> Just name drop name drop a little bit. Some Grammy winners. Yeah. And uh then from there uh we did So let's 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 slow down a little bit. So okay. like tour with tour with Anatomy of a Ghost. Yeah. It's wild. Uh, so uh, like Yeah, we did it in a truck. In a truck. So you got uh like a five dudes. Five in dudes in a, in a in a five seater. Yeah. No trailer. And a trailer. Oh, okay. Truck and trailer. Yeah, really crappy so you guys, little trailer. You guys just had like sleeping arrangements or just figured it out or what? It was miserable. Oh, you slept in the fucking truck? Yeah. Oh, oh God. Or on people's floors when we got to yeah. the places. Like, you know, okay, well, shout out of the mic. Like, for hey, sure. No, I was got a place for us to stay. We can do for it. sure. I just like, so we never left Salt Lake without making sure that we had like a roof mm-hmm. and, and four like four spaces for someone to lay the oh, fuck no. down you no, know what we I mean? were we were in like a crew cab truck fuck off yeah. binks are you serious oh yeah that's awesome it <laughs> sounds terrible it was and actually awesome kind of crazy because one point um we were going down this we took the wrong road we were following an avenue of ghost and they had they had a van and trailer and it was all right but we were in this truck with this with this crappy trailer and we were going down this like super steep d- uh degrade. D- Decline? Decline. Decline, there you go. Yeah. Sure, degrade. In our, in and our, our road. And our brakes started, like, firing up. Like, they were as hot as... Balls. Balls. They were smoking. Yeah. And it was crazy. Like, we lost all pressure with no. our brakes. And it was nuts. But uh, we eventually... Uh, we ran out of money on that tour and had to go back home. And that's when Anatomy met uh, a few before... So Anatomy continued the tour without yeah, you guys. We had, we had to go back home. Okay. Yeah, Where were you guys when you ran out of money? 
Um, Southern California. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So we had just an, just enough money to get back home, and that was it. Yeah. And then um, we well, I, okay. So I was working at the Paris Theater in Portland, and I I got this demo for uh, for Loring Drive. Yes. And that's how that's how Loring Drive came into the picture for for all of us. Really. Yeah, okay. Because I was I was like booking the weekly shows at the Paris Theater, and I I, I was going through demos and demos and demos. And I'm like come across this Loring Drive like three song demo. I'm like, ooh. What songs are on that? Do you remember? Gosh, I don't. Okay, you're cool. You're cool. I'm just curious. I'm like little I mean, details like it, that are interesting to people. So. Oh, I'd have to. I'd have to no really think about that one. No worries. Keep yeah. keep rolling. Keep rolling. We were you were rolling. But uh, there was a. Um, there was a contact on it for the, for their old manager, Jared. So, so I hit up Jared and I was like, yo, you guys just submitted, um, your demo to the Paris theater in Portland. I'm working here right now. I love you guys' stuff. You should come and play with my band clarity process. So they came out and they rolled up in their orange van with the LD logo on the side. That's how, that's how like Loring drive got introduced to, like all, our, all our crew homies. of peeps. Yeah. Cool. Because cause Drew had come out, uh, I think around the same time with Dale Less to a Rise Records showcase show. <coughs> and that's when I met Drew from Hurricane Day and he gave me, he gave me a demo. And then the first time the like Clarity Process did like the full like West Coast. And didn't Utah, run out of money. And didn't run out of money and came through. We, we played it. Um, well, the first time was at uh, Club Vortex. Oh, the Vortex. Okay. We, well, I mean, it was an actual show because it was a it was a Hurricane Dane show. But we were here a day early, and they let us play a song at the very end of their set. I think I remember that, dude. I think I might have been at that show. Yeah, it it, it was wild. Yeah, I, I think it was maybe day two in Clifton. Yep. In Hurricane Dane and La Force. La Force, yeah, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, so we did that, and then we played. Uh, at Kilby Court, insane, and Starry Night also insane. Starry Night was always a really, really cool show. Utah County kids came out; it was wild. God's mm-hmm. Revolver was from Utah County. That those were some badass kids. Mm-hmm. And then after that, went back home, and then Drew and I worked on booking our first full year steward together. Clarity yeah. process in her campaign. Yep, sick. And we did that, and they met up with us in New York, and that's when they got scribble. So wait, when did so you guys? How did how did that tour start? Um, I don't remember how Clary Press started. I remember us and Herc meeting up in New York. That's how you guys. So you guys were just out together, or you guys out, out were out separately and then met up. Yeah, cross paths on the road and then just continued together. Mm-hmm. Sick. Okay, and then it was a full U.S. tour from that point. Yep, pretty pretty much. I mean, we didn't hit everything, but it was we were out for a while. Sick man, mm-hmm. that's cool. Do you it's remember? A good time. Yeah, and then like after the that, memorable shows on that tour. There was a lot of there was a lot of shows that we tried to have like each member of the band, like guitarists do one thing, bassists do one thing, and then drummers do one thing, and singers do one thing, and it was like trying to out 
I think I think the basses were like trying to out jive each other, <laughs> and um, the guitarists were trying to out hair whip each other, and I think Steve and Drew were trying to out pelvic thrust, <laughs> and then Goose and uh, Josh were trying to symbol grab. Okay. Yeah. So it was like a a one song a night thing where everyone would just try and like do. Oh, all this of is our driving song. Okay. Yeah. Sick, dude. <laughs> dude, I love dumb tour stories That's like that so shit. Cool. That's so, so, so awesome. Um, so we did that one, and then the next like bigger, I guess bigger tour that Clary Process did was with the Fall of Troy. They were starting to pick up steam, even though they were they were like eighteen at the time. Dude, Thomas like 18, Thomas 18. was a fucking prodigy, though. Oh yeah, I still talk to him. I talked to him like probably six months ago. He just barely came through town. Oh, he did what? Yeah, he's fuck. He just popped in Poplar and we hung out for a little bit. That's stupid. I didn't hear from him. That's dumb. Hmm. FOMO. Anyway, but uh, we did our last tour with the Fall of Troy, and Thomas and I had been talking about. Um, having some like lights and vocal effects, kind of like a Mars Volta thing going yeah. on. So when we got back home from that tour, Steve was done. Um, so I called Thomas. And Steve I was, like, was done with Clarity Process. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just decided to be done. It wasn't working out. Um, okay, we Happens. weren't we weren't making any money. We were coming home broke, and they weren't selling a lot of records. You know, yeah. even though that. Um, clarity process rules. Clarity process rules, <laughs> dude. Literally, so the T-shirt I have, the clarity process I have, got made into like the quilt that I sleep with. <laughs> so like every night I see like clarity process and a guy so pointing sweet. a gun, <laughs> super tight. But uh, so we get back home and I I call, I call Thomas and uh, they just come come down from Marcoltio, Washington, pick me up, and we go up there and I build them a, like a really shoddy light setup okay like towers with yeah. some spotlights and take all my pedal board and figure out how to run it through his uh vocals to do like delay and and other weird things so just like live. reacted with the vocals and shit yeah and cool. i mean i was kind of like a unofficial fourth member i mean i was on stage with him and everything like doing the lights like oh cool so you were doing that shit yeah. Follow Troy. Yeah. I, you did like tour managing for that yeah. as well. Because yeah. you're like, fucking, I'm only doing lights. You might as well give me something else to do. Yeah. It was, oh, I, I mean, they were young kids too. And for sure. I mean, I was 22 at the time. Okay. So it was like, I'm the old guy of the, of the group. And of they're the, all, of they're, the, all, they're like all like 18, 18 year old 19. kids that yeah. just got like a, an incredible opportunity because they're so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were picking up major steam. <clears> so. Um, yeah, we did that, and then we went at the Chodos, and that was a really fun time. But and that's the, how Thomas met Chodos, and then got that hookup, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, then we went on the first Dude Storm tour with Bearfisher Shark, Fear Before, and Since by Man. I went to that show and for sure. That was an awesome tour. And while we were on the Dude Storm tour, um, we got asked if we wanted to be with Fear Before and Bled in Europe. Oh, sick. Um, yeah, so Dude Storm, Paul Troy, just doing the lights and vocal effects and samples and, and whatnot. And uh, yeah, do, doing Dude Storm. And then afterwards, uh, yeah, we, we all flew to Europe and did the Fear Before the Bled tour 
and, and so Hereford. fear before the blood and fall Troy. Mm-hmm. Sick man. Yeah, it was Shit. crazy. Were you guys just openers? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, dude. That's that's like imagine that as an opener though, dude. Fall Troy just like being that such the the epic force that they are. Yeah, know, at this uh, point, it was it was kind of wild. I got to like man a lot of the the light booths from from the back of the stage, but mostly I was just like kind of tour managing yeah. for, for that tour. Cool. A lot of, a lot of weird stuff happened on that tour. Let's uh, go. Well, so we went to Amsterdam. Okay. And uh, well, we got a lot of different kinds of weed. Yeah, it happens <laughs> in Amsterdam. Yeah. Uh, we went to a couple of different shops, and uh, we picked up probably between Dave and I. I think we had like forty different kinds of like Jesus Christ strains. And so we had a bunch of stuff. So Fall Troy was doing okay money-wise. Oh, I mean, everyone was. Yeah. But uh, I also picked up a bunch of mushroom chocolate. Oh, nice. And uh, so we had these mushroom chocolate bars, and we had a day off in between Switzerland and Italy, and I decided, well, if we're just going to be driving all day long, I might as well just, like, eat some mushroom chocolate and like listen to Radiohead and headphones and <laughs> be on the top of the bus and just go through the Swiss Alps. And yeah, dude, what a, a sick, cool way to experience that. So I didn't, I didn't tell anyone. Oh, of course you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking to anyone. I just like ate this mushroom chocolate bar and I was just like, sitting in front of the bus and, you know, starting to feel groovy and, uh, you know, all of a sudden somebody's rolling up a joint. So we're smoking and we go through sunsets and everything and and we get to the border between switzerland and italy and we're still smoking and the top vents open and i look down and this canine is going ballistic so i start panicking like i'm fully peeking out at this point like i'm (laughs) like a like a canine border you guys are so you guys are at the border waiting to cross the border they're just checking cars and you guys are still smoking weed yeah well, you guys are fucking retarded? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, nobody, like, the bus driver didn't say anything about it, so and we weren't paying attention, and I'm... Oh, okay, okay. I'm shrooming. Yeah, you're <laughs> I'm shrooming dick. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Nope. And uh, so I look down, and I see this dog just start going crazy. Like, oh, God. Hey, Dave, let's take all of our weed, and let's put them in the air vents of our bunks. No. So we, like, started putting all of our bags in, in, in the bunks, in, or in the air vents. We take out the plastic caps and, like, shove yeah. them up there and cap them off. And I look down, and all of a sudden, they're slamming on the door. So I run downstairs, and like, boom, 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 kick open the door. This dog comes in, jumps all over me, and starts smelling, and then runs upstairs. And I'm sitting there just like... Oh my God. Like, you're just shrooming. <laughs> no. Like, is this happening, like, bro? Holy this God. isn't this happening. Is, this is about to get fucked. This like, is so oh crazy. And uh, I'm sitting there, and they're like, all of a sudden, they're like, hey, Binks, they need to talk to you. I'm like, what? They want to talk to you. I go upstairs, and like, the dog is in my bunk, just like rummaging and trying to find the weed. And, oh and these officers, like, one of them, you know, <clears throat> one's, one's like being really chill, and one's like evil. And the evil guy is just, like, just death staring at me. And the other one's like, do you have any drugs? I'm like, uh, yeah. Because if you don't tell us and the dog finds it, then, like, does a handcuff thing. Uh-huh. Like, so I pull out the 
the cap and all these bags of weed fall out. And like, oh, fuck. So they do that, and so then he he asked me again. He's like, "Is that it? Do you, do you have any more?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, Dave, Dave, come over." So Dave goes over and he pulls out his cap and all the bags fall out. So we Jesus rumble up all, all, the, all these bags of weed. Like 40 different strains. It's crazy. And uh, and we find get it all together and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to need you to step off the bus. I'm like, do, do, I need, do I need my passport or anything? Well, what's going on? And he's like, well, just grab a jacket. It's cold outside. I'm like, okay. So I step off the bus and uh, he has me go around the building and then goes into this little tiny bathroom and then I go in and he shuts the door behind me and I'm just looking around and everything's stainless steel so I'm like instantly just like thinking about Terminator <laughs> and like all the stainless steel is getting weird and then I'm like do I need to defend myself? Oh my God. Like you so just, I like, he's going to turn about, into liquid metal. Well, I was thinking about like grabbing a broomstick or something and just like no. yeah. you're just shroom dicking oh yeah bro. I'll, I'll, just I'm shroom dicking I'm hard. just like Am I gonna? I'm gonna beat this guy up when he comes back in, and I'm gonna run away. <laughs> and I'm out. But I didn't do it. And he comes okay. in, and he comes into the bathroom, and he's like, "Step over this urinal." And it's the first time that I saw one that was in the ground, and I was like getting weirded out, I'm like, "What the fuck?" So he comes over and he starts handing me all the bags of weed, and uh, I'm dumping them into the urinal, and and I had this moment of clarity. And process yeah clear process yeah well i was just like you know what this is all my fault i bought all of this from amsterdam if i had any idea about your laws or anything i would have never brought this to your country don't blame anyone else this is all on me uh, um if nice. anyone has to has to like take the blame for this just put it on me i'll go to jail and uh he's like well so what are you guys doing i'm like well, we're on tour. You probably saw another bus come through just right before us. It's the other band from America that we're on tour with. And uh, we're just punk rock guys from America. Yeah. And he's like, oh, punk rock? I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like, if you want to generalize it. He's like, oh, I really like Black Flag. I'm Get like, the fuck out. I'm like, okay. Bro, we're talking. Cool. We're yeah. talking. We're talking. Yeah. So, so all of a sudden, like, this guy's my friend. Like, wait a second. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, like what other kind of music are you into? I'm like, ah, I don't know, just like Metallica and a bunch of other like heavy stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, big time, big time. And he's like, well, you know what? It's it's not a big deal. Like you fessed up to all this, it's gonna be okay. And this is all like broken English. I'm, yeah, I'm out of my mind. I I'm shroomed out of I'm your mind. Like yeah. not to be too crazy about things, but. He's like, do you guys have any CDs or T-shirts? I'm like, we have we tons, have tons of, stuff. of CDs. You can have whatever you want. You can have like 15 things of whatever you have. But we we have all of it. You can have all of it. Grab a tote bag, fill He's it like, up. No, 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 no. Just just like a CD or T-shirt. So we get done and we step out. And uh, Dave's like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. This guy's also my friend. Like, like he just wants a CD and a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, he wants to check out our band. Get a CD yeah. right now. <laughs> so. 
I was like, can you get, can one of you guys like get into the bay and, and get this guy a CD or t-shirt? Cause I am so fucking high on mushrooms right now. I have no idea what's going on. And they're all like, what? Yeah. This is new. No, nobody had, nobody had any idea. That I'm yeah. Sure. And I'm the guy that's talking to everyone the entire yeah. time, like dealing with the fucking officers at the oh, border. <laughs> and they're like, I'm shrooming. So get him a t-shirt. I'm yeah. going to bed. <laughs> no, I, I get on the bus and I sit there and like, you okay? I'm like, dude i can't believe that just happened like i thought that they were gonna arrest me and send me to jail on mushrooms and then in all of a sudden like country. the guy the guy turns out to jail be in a foreign country the Fuck guy turns that. out to be my friend i guess and then bro what if you saw that like bonjour like have a good time time. yeah what if you saw that guy again dude like telling you i wouldn't even you probably wouldn't look like you probably wouldn't recognize him but but yeah we we finally like got there and i called my mom and i'm still like you know fully hallucinating she's like i don't think this is kind of story you must be telling your mother zachary i'm like i know <laughs> I'm i sorry. know but mom I you need freaking, to know how just, well i handled myself at the border just, on shrooms I was out. and then i watched fargo for the first time and like drank a bottle of wine and just like came back to normal like whew. Oh my god! I that love that crazy. that story ended that way. That's the best way for that whole story to end. Is that <laughs> so? I just like put on Fargo and drink a well, bottle I of never wine. Seen it before? I watched it with all the dudes. Is like, that their, your friend there in the chipper? Well, that wraps up our episode for this week. Be sure to listen in next Friday. We'll have some bonus material with Binks, Mike D, and Taylor Orton. Before we go, we just want to tell you about a few things. If you have a podcast idea that you'd like to see come to fruition, hit up the Hive Mind Collective SLC. That's the Hive Mind Collective SLC at gmail.com. We'll make your podcast come to life. Also, Miles and I have a music project. That's why we started this podcast, because we're musicians. Our project is called Lamanites. We dropped a five song EP last Friday. If you haven't heard it yet, it's available on all streaming apps. Also, you can go to wearelamanites.com and listen to it free. We're also playing a show on March 11th at Metro Music Hall. Tickets are also available at wearelamanites.com. We had so much fun sitting down with Binks this week. We want to thank him so much for giving us this interview and having us over and cooking us up some steaks. Thank you again for listening to the episode. I want to thank Miles Rogers for all his hard-hosting work, as usual. Couldn't do this without you. And as usual, we'll see you in the crowd. Show Stories is a production of the Hive Mind Collective, SLC.